Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sam Dever Podcast, episode 35. In this episode, I speak with Joel Cocho alone. Joel is an amazing individual I met here in Los Angeles through the acting community. He does it all. I mean, he's he's an artist, he's a painter, he's a writer, he's a director, he's an actor, he's an entrepreneur. He's done stunts, he's done sports, he's done fighting, like he's he does it all. He's literally limitless. And what I love about Joel and why I find him so inspirational is not only is he a guy that has a lot of ideas, but he's a guy that executes and sees his ideas into completion. So he's been a real, really big influence for me and just inspiring me to go out there and make my projects because Joel's constantly working on something and I'm so happy he came on. We had a great conversation. And the book of the episode is actually a book Joel told me about a few years back that I read called Sapiens. And I'm going to mispronounce the name. I apologize. And that is by Yuval Noah Harari. And my opinion when I read this book, it's very interesting. It's very well written, but it also kind of made me see the reality of mankind <laughs> for better or for worse. Uh, but it's a great book. It's called Sapiens. It's by Yuval Noah Harari. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Joel. Joel, coach you alone. Welcome to the Sam Dever podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. It's the one shot podcast for me. <laughs> Where do I be? Okay, so I think I'll just start this. When I moved to Los Angeles and joined uh, Playhouse West and met you at the acting school and whatnot, met all types of amazing, creative, artistic people, but you are someone extremely special. <laughs> and I mean that in the highest of compliment ways of someone that I think I'm going to call you the Elon Musk of Hollywood. <laughs> Wow, it all began well, like meeting you and then you being like, hey, man, I'm going to have these rehearsals at my place in Echo Park. And I have no idea anything about Los Angeles. I know nothing. I'm like, all right, Echo Park, where's that at? I remember, man, for about a three-month time stretch, my Wednesday nights consisted of going through that rush hour traffic on the five, going by wow. Dodger Stadium and going to your place in Echo Park and just diving into a world of just artistry that I was just blown away by that you hosted, man. So I got to thank Thanks. you for that first and foremost. Oh, well, I mean, I was just, uh, I was just a host. I was just a catalyst in, in, for a rehearsal and the, the people made it magical. Everybody that was involved made it, made it a pretty, pretty special thing because everybody was so driven and, and wanted to, to, to learn, to use their craft, to express themselves through their craft. Uh, it was more of an intimate, you know, between us thing. Uh, so I think a lot of walls um, were kind of pulled down a bit. Not not completely, of course, but pulled down a bit because there wasn't, you know, so much judgment or, or so much fear of judgment from from the teachers. Um, you know, so it was it was it was beautiful. It really, it really was a fun thing. Well, yeah, no, exactly. And then also just you yourself like going into your place and even now uh for those listening i mean it, i i wouldn't have expected anything less <laughs> i mean you're a 
a brilliant artist painter thank you thank uh, you, you were actually my first art show in la you were the first art like thing quote unquote that i went to is you you did a show like downtown i think it was or yeah yeah we did we did an art show was, uh, i think there was three of us all together yeah and just seeing your painting and seeing your you're a phenomenal actor you're a filmmaker you're a director uh you're a writer <laughs> and then you know having some one-on-one -on -one time with you seeing like you, you're like a scientist <laughs> you're like an engineer like you just have these notebooks full of things and i just remember thinking like god like this guy's like really like an elon musk like in like <laughs> but with like an entertainment mixture Thank of you. It, like yeah, figuring I've... out how things work and coming up with problems and ideas and or coming up with solutions to problems and ideas and you're a really unique individual, man, and I'm really glad I met Thanks. you. Thanks. I'm really Thanks, looking, right? I really right was back looking forward to catching up with you here. <laughs> yeah, same, same, same. We we definitely we had a great synchronicity right away when we met, and I, I'm, I'm glad we got to continue this this friendship. And thank you for all those kind words. You know, you, you really kind of hit hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, I really just kind of like to try to figure things out. Um, that that dives into you know everything that i do and i'm, I'm i do so much because i'm just vastly inquisitive you know I, I like to stay in awe there's so much to be in awe of um but uh yeah i i you know i think einstein said that i'm not smarter than anyone i, I just spend infinitely longer on a problem than than most of you know and and really it's just the, the interest of things that that drive me I, to do you know various things or many different things and uh, and why not you know I know that it might take me a little bit longer in each field to kind of reach the goals that I set for myself because I am wearing various hats and, and, and doing other things and spreading my time between different passions um, but at the end you know, I think I'll accumulate more knowledge in a more well-rounded uh, kind of uh, education of life, you know, uh, that I can put into my art because that's kind of what, what I'm, I'm really trying to do is kind of present the world that I've, that I've encountered and, uh, in, in various forms, either painting or, or, or in my acting or, or writing, however I can, you know. Yeah, so I guess with yeah. you, um, what, what where did art begin with you <laughs> just because you're from florida correct that's where you're from originally yes yes what was the I first mean, art like, thing that came into your realm? <laughs> oh wow well art has always been a part of my life my mom's an art teacher she's retired now and and she's a phenomenal artist and my dad is also an artist um but my dad is also a, a builder, uh, architect, engineer, and uh, so you kind of really see a lot of both my mom and my dad in, in my art. Um, a lot of like mathematical angles and, and kind of uh, um, expression, vibrancy, you know, it's kind of my, my mesh of art. But uh, early on, uh, I really, I really like to sketch things that, uh, that I saw that interest me. Uh, I would carry a sketchbook with me everywhere. And, you know, neither my mom nor my dad really ever kind of pressed me to do anything. They both kind of just let me find what, uh, what I liked and, and, and kind of pursued it on my own and, and would help me, of course, as, you know, good parents do. But uh, I, yeah, I, I think the very first thing that I can really recall 
that really uh, got me kind of like, oh, I think I can do this pretty well is I, I did a, I sat out in my driveway in my porch area and, and just sketched my whole porch area over time. I would sit out there and come back and, and you know, sketch all this out and, and, and it really turned out well. And then I won various, you know, contests as a kid, you know, art contests uh, in the school. Uh, I probably won every art contest there was in school. Um, and then uh, as I got a little older, I really was kind of feeling limited with, with my visual art. There, I wanted to say more than I was having the scale to do in these, in these paintings or pictures that I was drawing. And, and then I started to find an infatuation of words and, and just the, 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 the depth of, of language linguistics in general and uh then i started you know writing poetry and then writing stories and trying to tell kind of you know bring my paintings to life and tell the the, the story of before and after and of that painting itself and where or maybe where this the idea came from if it was you know an abstract or, or expressionist type piece and then i you know of, of just kind of grand uh grand scale on this i was obsessed with lord of the rings the very first kind of thing that i read of, of, of a larger scale my dad had this beautiful set of, of the lord of the rings um leatherback books uh with like sketches and, and of, of the maps of, of middle earth and i was just blown away by the the scope of of the story and just building these worlds and it was just pure freedom. And, and, uh, I, I really, really was enthralled with that idea and just kind of, you know, that's why I, I knew I just wanted to do a lot, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and why not? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So then where did, where did, uh, I just remembered that you do stunts and you do like fighting stuff. Too. <laughs> it's like the, the list of your skill sets is like unlimited. <laughs> Um, what uh what um so what got you into like film acting in that whole realm in that moment and eventually well, bring you to los angeles right on so uh i was always an athlete you know i played you know a bunch of sports uh primarily baseball but i was in you know in, in all kinds of sports growing up and I, while I was in school, I, I think the per, you know, I think the person that really got me interested in it would be, uh, I had a choir teacher in, uh, in elementary, no, middle school, well, you know, actually even in elementary school, we did these talent shows that my mom, my mom was an amazing teacher and she would throw like, you know, events and stuff for the school out of her own pocket and what have you. And then she put on talent shows and then eventually the school adopted and helped and, and they put on, you know, larger talent show, but I would always, you know, get involved with these talent shows. And I had a blast doing it, getting up there and hush of like making so many people happy on art or anything that I do. It really kind of culminates to that feeling of, you know, the, everything goes away almost, you know, and it's just you and then the audience, with the people that you're entertaining and, and it's, you're able to live inside this moment that's, that's pure and safe and, uh, and just a, a beautiful thing, you know, cause you're, you're, you're 
you know, you're, you're doing what everyone hopes to do to, to, to really find a moment and, and make the most of it. And, uh, and, and you can make so many people happy by doing so or, or sad or, or scared or, or upset. And it's just, it's such an amazing feeling. And I would do that when I was young and I just really liked it. And then in middle school, really kind of started to flourish within sports. I was, I was in, in choir and I had this choir teacher named Miss Corsi and uh, she put on these plays, these musicals and um, that are, you know, that were for the school and, and all the kids would, would, would basically audition and get parts. And I played Daddy Warbucks in Annie. And oh my gosh, I just had the greatest time you know, portraying this character, you know, young, see, I was in middle school playing this old man, Daddy Warbucks, but I had a blast and uh, it was well received. And I knew that I just always wanted to act, you know, to, to play these people because you got to just investigate other like ways of living and views of life. And, and, and the whys is, is, is basically what drives me in life is, is basically the why of everything. And, uh, and then, of course, then that translates into, into writing, you know. Um, and, and as I got older into uh, high school, I was writing a lot of poetry and I was writing a lot of films. Sorry, my, my dog is pushing the camera. Um, but uh, I, I started writing these ideas that I just, uh, before I even kind of really knew how to write a film, I didn't really have any kind of understanding of the format. I was still kind of like this island boy kind of, of athletes in Florida and just kind of a, cl a closet uh, actor, you know. Uh, unfortunately, it was it was really well accepted by the toxic masculinity of Florida, you know. So I kind of wasn't allowed to kind of really be who I wanted to be in a lot mm -hmm. of regards. And uh, so I, you know, hide away and write. And then I write these stories. And then um, I actually got hold of, of a, an idea. Uh, that birthed around sophomore year and, uh, and it was a film idea that was kind of like is this not been done like is, you know and, and literally I've never let it go it's been my driving force my basically my whole life for almost 20 years now I've been writing this one epic trilogy um, that uh, I really I, you know I, I was able to leave sports because I believed in it so much uh, anytime it gets dauntingly hard here, I just, I just lean back. I'm going, you know, I've, I've, I've had this idea for so long. I've been working on it for so long. I have to bring it to life because I believe in it so much. So even through high school and going through, going through college and in the minor league sports and stuff like that, I knew I was going to always return back to it. Right Hold on. One second. River, do you want me to go get a bath? Calm down. So. Sorry, my pup just ate, so she was getting a little a little excited. Um, how's River? Uh, she's doing amazing. She's sitting here staring at me, like, "What's what's up? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Who are you talking to?" <laughs> um, man, it, this is like, you know, they're, 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 a lot of these questions can seem so innocent and just kind of like almost seem like a lot of people might have a redundant answer to it, but. Man, really, Sam, like this is, this is, the answer is so much more involved with, with, with everything than, than just a simple, you know, like, oh, I painted this painting and I, and I really, really thought art was cool. It's, 
it, it's just so much more than it. It's, it's where I, I hid away after I was injured so much, you know, and didn't know how to communicate the, the feelings of, of loss that I was feeling as a kid, you know, so I was severely injured really young. Um, I felt like I had to catch up and just a lot of, a lot of emotions and, and uh, being confused and kind of who I, who I am like in the, in this, in this world, we're all products of our environment. And I grew up in, in, a, in a very interesting environment, you know, in, in Florida, the Gulf coast and, and Bradenton, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting, you know, so it's, it's, it's all, <laughs> I, I wish I had more concise answers. I feel like I'll start rambling on and, and, and your audience will be like, Jesus Christ, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> well, it's, as you're talking, and that's another thing I was going to bring, like, and you actually, you've actually taught me this because I, I feel like I've had similar projects of my own, but like you're one guy when I came across you, when you get an idea for a project, you're doing that project. Oh, it, it may not happen tomorrow. Some oh, may yeah. happen tomorrow, but you, I, I could tell with you, and I've, I've watched you do it now with a couple, like, for example, your movie Runner that you did. Like, you told me about that movie. Like, you talked about it. You told me about this movie years prior. Yeah. And then you went and you freaking did it, and it was amazing. So Thanks. Like, Thanks. So it's like, there's one thing with Joel. I'm like, no, when Joel, when Joel says, he, you're an executor. Like, you execute. Like, yes, you have the visions and everything, but there's a huge difference between having a vision for something than actually following it through and carrying it out and producing. It. I, think, I think that's the, the, the absolute difference. You know, I mean, ideas are a dime a dozen. Uh, you can have an amazing idea walking on the street. Everybody can have them. Anybody can have them. You know, uh, it's really the execution, going through the painstaking process of, you know, putting together, uh, you know, a film. Uh, on your own independently with you know little to no money it, it, it's it's scary but if you believe in your vision then then you you manipulate it to to really make it come to you know to fruition and uh and man and, and it's so true even to a even to a fault sake man i'll get ideas and i'll just be like damn my plate's already so full right now and i really <laughs> like this idea and I, I you know and and it's and it's a timetable because where do our ideas come from, right? There are, our ideas aren't just kind of this, this magical, just uh, big bang in our brain, you know, it's, it's, it's the world around us, you know, and we're inspired and, uh, and we basically take the inspiration of the world around us. I think it was like, you know, Ice Cube from the NWA is like, you know, our art is the reality around us. And, you know, that's exactly right. So our ideas are that we, you know, whether they're abstract or wherever they go, as as grand as they might might fly, there's still sparks from somewhere in, in in reality, something that we've encountered or seen, and and uh, and and taking these ideas, it, it's it's timely, right? So you know, oh man, I had this idea because of something I was inspired by. So you know that it's almost like on this timetable. Either it's a good idea, and someone else is going to you know exploit that idea. Or it's, you know, the, the concept's going to pass and, it, and it's going to be kind of a moot point where, you know, it's like, yeah, we, you know, nothing really cool about that. It's been done to death, you know, or something or done in so many different ways. Um, so you really, if you have an idea and you believe in it and, and you believe in yourself and you really just kind of got to do what you have to do to bring it, bring it to life. And, uh, and then, and, and then 
face the face the uh, either the the reward of it or the consequences of it to learn from from it. You know, um, so you can do it again. <laughs> you know, in a, in a more efficient manner. So you know, it's almost like I'm I make I make a lot of these films, these short films, and it's and and I'm not like making a perfect film by any means right away. I'm I'm learning how to fail so many times so I can make, you know, make a, a film that I feel is like, ah, you know, after all these things and all these little trials and tribulations, I've really, I, I, I think I now have a good grasp on it, you know? So, uh, yeah. And, and it's, and it's really fun to, to basically do, do all these things, <laughs> you know, it makes you more relatable. I, you know, you, I get, I, I would think the purpose that we're here is to be able to communicate, you know, like statistically, we're here to either entertain or be entertained you, and, and that's that's such a relatable thing between us as as people and society so to be able to be more relatable to so many more people by doing all these various things that i do i can then put that into my art and then try to tap into more people within my art you know so more people appreciate or understand it or or get something out of it um which i i, I guess is the point yeah, well, you remind me of a, uh, that was beautiful. You remind me of a, I believe you had told me, your father had told me this, correct me if I'm wrong. I was that when we were at the Echo Park Lake uh, and it was something along the lines of you don't come to earth to sleep on the couch. That's right. That's right. Is that what you're it was? Here. It was something That's like right. that. That's exactly right. That's You're not here to sleep on the couch. You know, you're here to it's work, you know, to check it out, to, to walk around. I mean, just, just, you know, you almost have a responsibility to do so if you can, you know, it's, it, it really is almost a, like a simulation. It is truly what you make of it. It's just decisions, self-discipline, um, you know, taking, t t you know, taking the, 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 situations that are given to you that are out of your hands and, 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 and really trying to make the best of them. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, that's why there's, there's so much stuff to do. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, and now with the, you know, with the internet, wow, you can learn anything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's, I'm, I'm finding this point too, is like, do you ever, do you have hard decisions or uh, like not pursuing something? Like there's some things you have ideas for, but you're like, I don't have the time or I just don't want it. Like, how do you pick? Oh, every day, every day, I battle it every day. It's a constant, <laughs> yeah. it's a constant navigation, right? Life isn't segmented. It's, it's all just kind of happening at once. And really at the end of the day, it's about, Basically, doing doing the ones that you feel you can accomplish most efficiently, um, and basically compartmentalizing your time along with the 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 time that you're involved in, meaning the reality that you're living within. You know, kind of like I said, everything's has a timely kind of like a time limit, uh, expiration date almost. Um, well, I don't want to say expiration date because you can always, you know, retool and and, and um, you know basically manipulate your ideas to, to fit uh anytime but uh but yeah uh you know it's really honestly the the, the blunt answer is is finances right yeah I, you know i can give you some kind of 
you know, uh, whatever is, is making me happiest at that time or what I think is going to work, you know, fuck all that. It's basically what money I have, you know, I'm, I'm an independent filmmaker. I, you know, I'm not, not by any means wealthy, you know, so it's what I can do. And then same thing with how I make films, you know, it's, it's, it's ingenuity, baby, you know, like do what, do what you can with what you have and do the absolute best with what you can, you know, um, don't half-ass it. Um, yeah, and then and uh, that's so I, I you know I, I that's that's the that's the true answer. Whatever I can afford to do. Yeah, and I think uh, I'll go along with that too. Is like you, because I'm sure in your mind on some projects it's we need this, we need that, we need every all the bells and whistles. But then you do look at the budget and you're like okay, <laughs> maybe I can't have this, maybe I can have that, but I can have this, this, and this, and, and tailoring that and altering that, but still getting the project done. Um, right. It right. just may not be at the scale in your mind that you thought it was, but maybe sometimes it actually works out for the best anyway. Well, there's a couple ways. There's like a couple ways I approach that. So, you know, with some of the short films that I've made, not at all have I thought on any kind of scale of like, this is what I need. We actually kind of approached the filming going, this is what we have. No money. We have a camera. These are the people we can maybe call and get a hold of. Let's rent a hotel room and get inspired by the the aesthetics of the hotel room. I'm going to get drunk and in a scene and I'm going to just start rambling in my, you know, and, and whatever story starts popping out, we're going to kind of just run with. And, and it's, and it's all kind of just a creative process of, okay, this is what we can make with what we, with the no money we have. And, and then when I'm writing something that I'm going to make, and it's going to be like a uh, planned out production, I do then first write without any kind of constraints, you know, the, the full idea, hey baby, that's my puppet. The, the full idea comes out first and then i start to dial back with with knowing how much money i can spend you know and as an independent filmmaker i really kind of get to have you know anybody give me any kind of money to make a, a, any kind of like big projects uh, hopefully that's going to be changing soon but um so you know i i have to scale everything and uh and and that and that's exciting too. You know, it's it's all it's it's all math. Everything that we do is math. Every everything in art, everything, every every little thing that we do, this is some variable to get to an equation that we that we want to to successfully get to. And uh, so it's it's basically a, you know a problem that there's going to be a solution to, and and it's fun, and and it can be frustrating, but once you enjoy the process. You know, it's what you're doing. Like it's, it's, you know, you can't be mad at doing exactly what you want to be doing. You, as, as tough it is as it is, or as it can be. So, um, and that's a common theme. It seems talking to other artists on the podcast. You have to love the process. If you're doing it for outcome, you've already, it's already, you're already set up for failure. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's, there's no such thing as outcome, right? There's, you know, it's life is seg is not segmented. As I said before, we're, we're just it's. It's just happening and you're just doing this. Like if you want to be involved in, in a certain craft or industry and then working your way into it or involved in it and working your way through it or up the ladder or around or anything, you, 
that's that's what you're doing you know that's you have to you have to enjoy it because you're always going to be looking for the next level of success hopefully you know there should be no plateau you know where where do you stop and say you know mm. you know i've made it or or you know when do you start be, start being happy and, and and you know honestly anybody i've ever talked to that's been super successful in this industry um by chance or you know fortunately they've all have kind of told me that one thing is that uh once you start to really enjoy the process you know the no's in, in auditions and the the not getting called back for talent or, or uh, management agencies and things of that nature you know it's a tough road but uh that road is the road that you want to be on. So, um, yeah, you have to enjoy. You have to enjoy the ups and downs. Sorry, River, baby, baby, hey. So, yeah. River's a pure lab, right? Yeah, she's a red fox lab. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's, she's a pretty girl. Hey, baby, you want to get? I got a. She doesn't like baths. She loves water, but she doesn't like baths. Hey, uh, you want to get a bath? You want to get a bath? <laughs> That was a real response right there. She, oh, she she is very, very vocal. Hey, hey, young lady. Enough, 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 please. Okay? I don't want it to get up. I might have to cover it. Oh, good. One thing I wanted to bring up with you, because you, yeah, like I said, when I first moved here, how long you been out in L.A. now? You've been here for how long? Uh, I think I'm coming up on 10 years, man. 10 years, yes. You've been here yeah. for a minute. Um, yeah, yeah. What what has Los Angeles been for you? Because oh, it man. feels like you're one of those people, like you're in Echo Park area, like you're you're in the heart of it all. Like you are in the heart of the artistry, the the city, all of that. So what what is Los Angeles to you? And tell me about that experience. Oh man, it's been an interesting experience. That's that's the truth of it. Um, from getting here. Uh, and basically still being homeless and living in my car and experiencing that side of things, living in my car here for a few months and three months after traveling and living in my car for a year to get here. Uh, that was interesting, you know, cause I had never really encountered like, you know, such, such a homeless situation, you know, as, 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 as in LA, I, just, I saw it as I drove, drove across the country and I was in so many States and it's bad all over the place, but it was something else here. Um, so I got to kind of see it from the, from that perspective of, of, of being on the streets and seeing the difficulty of, you know, like finding bathrooms and, and places to park and, and leave your vehicle. And, and uh, yeah, it's just, that was a, a daunting time. And then uh, getting into an apartment, the first place that I lived was uh, in kind of like the Hollywood Silver Lake area, line area, uh, Vermont in Western area. Uh, I was living in my, I was still sleeping in my car with, with Rostam, my other, my other pup. And I saw these two guys doing some renovation on a, uh, like a fourplex. And I was like, you know, I'm going to take a chance. I walked up and, and I was like, Hey, you guys, you know, I can do all that work. You know, um, it helps to know, you know, <laughs> learn things. Right. And so for, I learned a lot from my dad. Uh, I can, you know, essentially build a house from the ground up. So I, he was like, Hey, I, you know, I'll make you guys a deal. Let me, let me stay here and I'll, I'll do everything. I'll remodel this whole place. And then once I, you know, get done, we'll catch up and I'll start paying rent and yada, yada, yada. And they were like, bet, let's do it. So 
they were great. I, I moved in. It was just basically shell place. Uh, I, I started remodeling it. Um, had these cool neighbors uh, that were really kind of helpful. That was great to kind of feel the, the neighborhood vibe of, of, that, of that neighborhood in L.A. And then uh, I immediately, a buddy of mine that I went, that I went to acting school with in Florida, um, he took me out and, and uh, he introduced me to some like uh, New York Film Academy students, like the L.A. school, the New York Film Academy L.A. edition. <laughs> and, uh, and through, you know, so I started working with a lot of them. Um, they were all like kind of in the process of doing the thesis and, they, and I literally did like 10 short films right away. And, oh, I, I guess actually, let me, let me back up right when I got here. Sorry, because this is actually important. <laughs> um, I haven't really discussed any of this with, with anybody since like, no one's I really haven't discussed the history of coming to LA. You know? That's why we're on the Sam Dever podcast. I'm recording. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, okay. So I get here, I'm in my car. The, the, what I'm told to do is to, to link up with like central casting, right? The, the ba uh, background work. Mm. Okay. So I do, I, 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 I link up with river. You want to get a bath? No, you don't. Okay. Um, I link up with, I link up with central casting. Um, I immediately do a couple tele tele televisions like, Hey, Hey, babe, river, please stop. Come here. Come here. Let me get, let me get her a treat real quick. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing these, uh, the, the background shows like 90210 and new girl. And, uh, which was cool. Cause I always got bumped up to a feature, uh, background person, which was kind of neat. Um, and actually, in fact, at, on 90210, the, they kept moving me around in the scene and then they finally just pulled me out of the scene and they were like, look, man, you know, sorry, we're going to, we, we can't use you. You know, we keep looking at you in the scene. And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's nice. That's sweet. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and then actually the, uh, the, the director of, the, of that, of that episode was, you know, pulled me aside and was like, Hey, you know, take it as a compliment, which I really, you know, did. And he's like, really, you know, pursue it. You have a good charisma. And I really, that, that was early on. I was really, I really needed it after like living in my car and getting out here after such a rough road. And, uh, and it was funny cause I'm like pulling up to these sets with, <laughs> in my Subaru with like just stuff on top, my dog in the car and a trailer <laughs> <laughs> and the people at the gate are like Warner brothers and stuff are just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, um, and I just always thought that was great it, to, you know, and everybody was always so awesome with Rasta, my pup, he could come and hang out. Everybody was so cool with him. That was great. You know, the, uh, the Hollywood was super nice right away to me. So that was really sweet. Um, but I did, I, I was told by, by the uh, kind of various people on, on the set, including this particular director of 90210, well, I don't I, you know, the episode, I don't, I don't remember what episode it was or anything, but uh, he was like, yeah, you know, you should probably stop doing background work. And, and you know, I was like, you can go, go get into class here and really start to, you know, search for an agent and a manager and, you know, like, don't get, don't get, don't go down this rabbit hole. Basically, it's really easy to get sucked in and get comfortable kind of situation, you know. Mm. 
And I said, like, cool. Um, so I did that. Yeah, I stopped doing it and then tried to just kind of focus on finding these like individuals that are like, you know, making their own films and, you know, start to network and yada, yada. And that's, that's what I started to do. And then, then that's when I met the, like, you know, you, the people make their thesis, excuse me, got involved with them and uh, started acting in a lot of stuff for them. But, but kind of bit off more than I could chew. I was so excited and just kind of was like doing it, just kind of taking too many parts and really wasn't like, you know, focusing on any one role really well enough. Um, it was just, the, just the ego was just kind of running rampant, like, oh, I'm going to do all these roles and play all these characters and, you know, prove I'm this amazing method actor and yada, yada, yada. And uh, I, I probably gave up you know, a half-assed decent performance and maybe two of the like 10 things I did. But, um, but you know, I, I just, the bug was, you know, super, super real inside of me. It was, I had it and I really wanted to do more, but I wasn't, I wasn't getting the roles, um, that I, that I wanted to get, you know, I really wanted to, to spread my wings as an actor. And I was kind of always getting casted for what I looked like, at, you know, kind of typecasted as this, this, particular person and uh you know I, I just really really wasn't excited about that so i started you know trying to create these characters that i wanted to portray and write various stories for them and then started making these short films you know with friends that i was making you know and other projects you know you kind of find your little tribe of individuals creative like minds you know that you have like creative interests that, that align, you know, and when you start to like kind of make projects here and there and, uh, and then, you know, if it works, you keep, you keep making them and, and, uh, you have friends that come and go and, you know, it's, it's not anything like terrible. It's just, it's always a very interesting thing. You know, a lot of people are, the people are here to do things, you know, so, you know, it's kind of like life is already a series of hellos and goodbyes. So, you know, you're just trying to make them, the best of them and you, you make these friendships and you make projects and maybe it works out and you guys, you know, want to make more things or maybe that was it, you know, and I'm going to make some stuff with some other people. And, and uh, yeah, it's just been this kind of like trial and error type thing. And, and it's been a learning process the, the entire time, which has been, sorry, which has been really, really fun. Um, and then just kind of in, 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 sorry, getting a little off topic, but with LA, I've got to see so many interesting sides of it. I was fortunate enough to kind of be kind of thrown into the mix of like high society LA right away. A buddy of mine is a pretty successful actor that we linked up and uh, I would go to like kind of events with him here and there. And it became kind of way too much for both of us. And uh, he, he moved to, ended up moving to Georgia and uh, I was just kind of like uh, too, too much and ended up moving into echo park. And uh really found a great group of individuals in Echo Park, uh, various musicians and artists that I've created, you know, projects with and friendships and, and molded friendships with. Um, but yeah, Echo Park, it's a pretty cool place. But, you know, even now Echo Park, though, it still, it seems, you know, a little, I, I don't know. It, it's everything right now is affected by the world around us, of course. So it's, it's everywhere's a little grab. <laughs> real, real quick, uh, I, I should have mentioned this in the beginning. I, I had given you the nickname the mayor of Echo Park. Yeah. Because uh, when you and I, I went to your place one time and 
took a walk to the coffee shop and then took a walk to the lake. Dude, it was like out of a movie, like 15, 20 people knew who you were. Like, hey, Joel. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Just walking on the street, like <laughs> just like in the coffee shop. Hey, Joel. Hey, man. It's like, I'm like, dude, like everyone knows this guy down here. But like what you like really, I think what's cool about that, like you really embraced the community of where you live. And that's one thing I love about LA too is, I mean, there's a million, not Echo Parks, but communities, their own little right. subset communities all across LA County. And right. it's, uh, I thought that's cool that you really like embraced where you live and you walk places and you know people and you're talking. I don't know. It's, I think that's a well, cool thing I mean, community. Of course. I mean, there's, there's kind of a, a few reasons why, um, A, I have a dog and I'm always out with my dog. And uh, so I'm always seeing people periodically. And I think, you know, I think it's weird if you see somebody like five times, you know, and you don't, you it's just strange if you see somebody periodically and you don't acknowledge their existence. That shit's right. weird. If you walk past me on the sidewalk and you don't look at me, that shit weirds me out. It's we're here, right here. Like I'm right here. We almost touched, you know, like, and you didn't even look at me. It's I, that's, that's just strange. So, and you know, I don't, I don't know if that's a normal thing to need that validation of existence, but because of that, it, it, it translates into something more, man. So like, it's, it really, it's not so much me about wanting to be a part of my community, man. It literally is just me just trying to attach and be a, just, just be associated with people, you know? I mean, man, like, cause I get this a lot, you know? Cause I, when I hang out with people, it's, you know, I get this a lot. Like, I oh, fucking know everybody. And, and, uh, and, and because man, the world's pretty, pretty, tough place and you can go on unnoticed a lot you know and just to be noticed you know can can just do a lot for an individual at any given time right so i really like to just you know make sure people are noticed and and i like to compliment people you know people buy cool shit for it to be seen as cool, you know? So like if I see someone that's wearing like a dope hat and I'm out and about, like, you know, I'll be like, yo, what's that's a dope hat. Cause that, that, that's the point, you know, like they were hoping for that, you know, and it is a dope hat and, uh, and it can mean, it can mean the world of a difference or it could, you know, for somebody. And, and, uh, I like to try to, you know, say hi or smile or, or, or communicate and not just a passing manner. Like the people that don't get spoken to much, you know, maybe your homeless community or people that you see in your, in your community that are homeless, you know, like I, you know, there's a few of them that you can, you can communicate with. And then I try to, and try to be, you know, just like a person on, you know, on the same level with them. And uh, so because of all these various, you know, variables that equates to me talking to a lot of people and, uh, and, 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 and at the end of the day, it's interesting because like, I, I just talked to somebody about this today because someone called me Mr. Rogers today of like my neighborhood and, um, which is sweet. And, and, and but the thing is, is cause everyone's like, man, you're always so happy. You always have a smile on your face and you know, like everything's awesome, you know? And, uh, that's not the case in my life. That's very, very far from the case in my life. You know, my life is very, 
tough. I have a lot of obstacles that are, are daunting and heavy. I, I mean, I, it's, the load is quite heavy, my friends, sometimes, right? But you can't bring that energy out into the world, you know, and put that onto other people because other people are dealing with that, that same kind of, you know, daunting situation too. And, and I think that uh, Robin Williams really, you know, kind of said it best in some, you know, in, in so many words of like, you know, I, I, I make every, I'm a comedian. I make everybody laugh because I don't want them to feel the way I do. You know, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm an artist, man. Like I feel the world around me and how can you not? Like I almost live in a depressive state because there's so much to feel and to be concerned about. Like why I do so much is because I, I feel like I, I need to affect so much, you know, and you know, this, this is where I get a bit hesitant to talk about kind of stuff that of this, you know, like this, because to people it's, it's hard to talk about, to say that you want to ch try to change the world, you know, it's to the first people, you know, want to question where you get off thinking you can. And then I, you know, then I have to tell them I can and, <laughs> and basically give them my, my rap sheet of why. And, uh, you know, and, and so all this, you know, I gosh, this is getting so far off topic, but at the same time, still kind of encapsulating the, the point of, of just talking to people, you know, and, and, and because we just, we, we, everybody just wants to feel a little bit better, you know, and uh, we do that for each other. I mean, we can do that for each other, you know, in the littlest of ways and, and, uh, and for yourself, you know, it's um, nice to know people can count on you or, or, or know that you'll be there for them or know that when they see you, you know, we can say hello. Like, I go, I, I'm at the coffee shop first thing in the morning, every morning, like at six 30. And, uh, I walk by a, a, um, restaurant that's right by the coffee shop. And there's the, there's this two middle-aged probably like in their fifties, uh, a Mexican couple that basically do like the custodial work. They clean the, the uh, bar restaurant in the morning and they're the sweetest, the sweetest little couple. Right. And I see them every morning. And they said hello to me and I say hi to them. And now it's turned into this thing where it's this just loud, hi, ah, good morning, you know, just yelling. At it's like it, and it's this kind of magical thing. And it's, you know, something that you just wouldn't expect, you know, like uh, to, to, to happen just from saying hello to somebody. It's, it's pretty beautiful. Um, and as a, as a writer, if the more people that you know, it's the more you pull from, man. You just catalog it. You know, you just catalog it. These people that have these these interesting things. As as a painter, I do the same thing. When I see these things that are visually remembering, or visually visually striking, and, and just causing me to you know remember them, I, I just catalog it. You know, and uh, that's where my art comes from. Is, is these places in my in my brain that I, I literally take these ideas and put them in particular places in my brain that I like visualize like little, little rooms that I go and get ideas out of so I can hold on to them for long periods of time. And I don't need to like constantly be writing things down, you know? Um, so yeah. Uh, 
So much I want to pull from that. That was. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm so sorry. No, no, dude, no. This is perfect. This is what Man. podcasting's for. Like this I is know, one shot. I, I very rarely sit and talk to anybody in, in 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 any kind of like length about really anything other than what I'm, you know, a project that I'm working on. You know, talking diligent, like talking talking schematics of the project. You know, like I, you know, and and you know, I love that. Like this is the the the. My existence, like this, is what I care about. This is, right. you know. <laughs> well, well, no, dude, and I love this. This is amazing because I've had these conversations with you off camera. Like it's like, so I want. This is awesome that we're having able to capture this right now. And uh, first of all, you remind me of the quote, one of my favorite quotes: "Make everybody feel like a somebody." Oh, make without a doubt. Make everybody. And you're one of those people. You make everyone feel like a somebody. And you're right, man. All it takes is just a little acknowledgement to totally flip someone's mood without uh, give them some confidence it's so it's at our fingertips too like we can do it at any time like it's without a doubt without a doubt and to know that you can you know what i mean it's uh to know that you have the confidence in yourself to you know say hello to somebody and, and face that interaction because who knows how it's going to go. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it, it could go any, anywhere. And, uh, it, but it, it, it is, man. And, you know, along the same lines of that quote is another one that I love to live by. Joe DiMaggio, I think, said it is, do everything like it's the first time anybody's seen you do anything. You oh. know, and that, that's, that's a good it's one. brilliant, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's absolutely brilliant. And, uh, and that's in like, that's in all regards, man, you know? Um, so I, I kind of think about that and, and that, and don't let them see you sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, don't, uh, like it's, it kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Don't ever let them see you slipping, you know, like fucking get your shit together, make sure your shit's in order and be efficient. You know, um, I'll add one more on top of that. How you do anything is how you do everything. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Pre yeah, like that's you know that's interesting because in in sports I was kind of strange about practicing uh, and just doing these repetitive things over and over and over. Even at a young age, I would kind of like get in conflicts with my coaches. Like this is this is just creating bad habit. Like we're just nonchalantly going through the motions. Like this is not how I, how, at all, how I would face an opponent, how I would, how I would face a batter, or how I'd face a pitcher as a batter. Um, so I, you know, it, that really, that really rings true. Um, and then, and the same thing that we would do in rehearsals. You know, we'd really try to get to the core of, uh, of what we were trying to present, um, and not just go through the motions. You know, uh, this is really yeah, random. Yeah. Uh, I remember. Uh, and you went through it. I mean, dude, like the first three months at Playhouse, I mean, the first beginner at Playhouse is extremely hard. It's extremely yeah. hard. Like, I mean, we, you just have to go through it for people to understand. But like, I hit this wall. Like when you're like, when you're like halfway through beginner, like after you get, when you're getting to the deep meaning and stuff on things. And like, right. I remember I had like two, three weeks worth of class where I was just getting whooped. <laughs> just every class, just like, God, like falling on my face, like getting stopped. Like, all right, see you next week. <laughs> and then like, and I go to your place and I remember one time, like, I'm like, yeah, I just keep struggling with this. And I remember you said to me, you're like, well, let's figure it out. <laughs> like you looked at me like, well, let's, let's, let's unwind it. Let's take this apart. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And dude, it was moments like that where, and then I started having breakthroughs. It was like, so man, I, I'll go back to it. 
like those rehearsals at Echo Park and also for me personally, like being new to Los Angeles and you, you provided such a great place of community for people. Uh, oh, you, you gave, yeah, you gave us fun. all a place to like get to know each other. Like, cause you had a cool spot too. You had a cool uh, house you were in there and then, you know, we could be outside. It wasn't just like an apartment where we're all just stuffed away. Like we could right. actually like express ourselves and, it was so dope, man. Right. I had so much. I'll, those are, I'll cherish those times forever, man. And just like, uh, yeah. just meeting people yeah, from me different zones and like learning about LA for me. And I'm just like, dude, that was so cool. And now I'm getting off topic. But one thing I think, no, I, no. <laughs> I think I can talk about, cause this has been on my mind lately. And you're, you're probably one person that would may, probably understand this, but like, do you ever feel, and when I say the word curse, I don't mean it negatively. I don't mean it in a negative sense, but do you ever feel like being an artist, especially at your level and the amount of like outlets you have, do you ever feel just overwhelmed by it? Because I, I think one thing I've realized too, when I try to suppress it, it always comes back. It always comes back. I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if it's whatever, but like I've just accepted like, all right, I'm going to have to, no matter how much I'm doing or how little, I'm going to have to have these artistic releases <laughs> throughout my lifetime be of these ideas or projects. So I guess what I'm saying is like, do you ever, but it can be very overwhelming, especially, and this is why I realized I, I love LA because here you don't really have to explain yourself when it comes to all that people get it. Whereas in other parts of society, society's right. not set up for that. It's so like, right. Well, if you're not following this guidelines, you're fucking up <laughs> or you're a failure or you're, you're wasting your time. Like you, you follow, you see what I'm saying? Like it's a, uh, so I guess maybe what, what's your take Without a doubt. on that? Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. I mean, again, it, it all kind of lies within like the, the financial stableness of it all. Right. Like it, that's where you get kind of afraid of like, well, my art, can I, can I survive doing all these, these various things, you know, and then can I, or do I have, to work a job you know that takes up my time that i'm not being able to, to focus the proper amount of time i feel necessary to, to reach the goals that i have for myself in the, in the world of art or what have you um so yes it is it is it is almost a burden sake to to you know uh want to do man it, it's it very much is a burden sake like it, it's you kind of have to like give yourself up to the greater purpose, you know, of you're now for the people, you know, like you're, 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 a, you're a, a, just a catalyst of these ideas that you think are so important that you almost have to forego, you know, these, 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 these uh, self, once almost or, or, or uh, self-indulgence you know to to kind of live beyond that and see it's there's you know that you're that there's a bigger scope like this is all just like this you know it's all just institutions i mean really once you kind of you know trace history and and, and you know learn as much as you can about where we came from as as people you know how societies were birthed and and, and why various you know institutions arose you kind of you kind of see that it really does you know pigeonhole people on purpose and uh, and this is all just this is all just made up you know like these these rules and and, and ways of, of being they're they're 
they're meant to kind of keep us in this mediocre mind, you know, mindset and, and uh, just be okay with, with comfortability and mediocrity when you can be, you can do so much more that, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it, but it's not easy. It's the harder path because like you said, like it, it, this isn't kind of the, the normal to be an artist to, to, to be, to, to feel like you, you want to revolutionize various constructs and ideals. I mean, you, you have to just kind of believe that there's, that this is all just whatever, you know, whatever it is that, uh, uh, the best words I want to put it. So I just saw just, a, it's all just made up. It's all, this is all just made up, you know, like, you know, so you can literally do whatever you want. You don't have to fit. The, there's no frame to really fit. Um, it, it, it just, but it, it stifles you, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I it's, <laughs> and, and I had to kind of break out of that mold as I grew and, and know that it was okay to be, you know, not be an athlete to, to not be this toxic masculine male, you know, to, to be okay with the confusion about my sexuality, you know, I, cause I, I don't believe in, in sexual preference. I think that sexuality is, is fluid. Um, you know, all these things I had to like learn as I grew and, uh, and, and know that it, it like, it's all scary, be, but just because it's, it's, you know, it's all scary because everybody else said so, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's not, you know, it's not, and it's not hard, you know, it's, it's just a lot. We, we just put these, these, these constructs on these ideals and, and, uh, and it's, it's just excuses, man. We fall back. All these, these things are all just excuses. The way these people, the way people live and, and, and argue with each other, it's just all excuses for knowing exactly that, knowing that this is all just what we make of it and, and not doing it. It's a, so they're all just there for fallback necessary, you know, fallback reasonings, you know, like, oh, this is the way it should be. And, we have to live this way, you know, religion, you know, yada, yada, and, and, and you know, marriage and, and uh, uh, capitalism gain, capitalistic gain, uh, big business, you know, it's just, it's all just, just agreed upon nonsense. So, so, so just do your own nonsense. <laughs> as long as you're not hurting other people, you could do whatever nonsense you want. <laughs> well, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, in in you know, at the end of the day, this is it's, it's we live in such a point in time. Um, I mean, fuck, man, we, we, we literally are like starting World War Three today. Like this is like this is like Russia bombing Ukraine today. This is, this is wild. I, I literally was just sitting in awe of like how archaic war is nowadays. It's like, holy fuck, are we really still like blowing up other people's buildings and being like, I had that you, same knocking down your buildings and killing other people. It's wild, right? It's like in this day and age, it just seems so like, really? Like, really? I, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 mind-boggling and i know like i'm not some like crazy pacifist man i'm that's i'm far from it i'm not i'm not a pc dude as you know like and i'm an exception to the rule you know shit we've been at that war for 
but we've been in years or something, 22, 23, some, some, some ridiculous, you know, percentage. I mean, that's, but how we're doing, how, I mean, war, like I said, it's just always going to be there, but you would think it would evolve past such an archaic means of like bombing and shooting, you know, buildings and civilians to, to prove a point. It's just, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I can't even, I don't, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole because it's just, it's such a un, un kind of fathom. I'll add just one thing to that. Cause I know that, yeah, that's a completely different topic, but for me, like, especially after, especially after having a worldwide pandemic and now this shit happens, it's like, like, Right. We we don't learn anything. Just one thing to, just because that's been on my mind. Uh, yeah, you. This is perfect. Well, I know what the book of the episode is now. This this is see this is synchronicity. It's going to be <laughs> Sapiens. You're the one that told me about the book Sapiens. Great book, dude. When I read Great Sapiens, book. I left that book morbid because it really paints the at least my interpretation of it. And it's exactly what you were just saying. And it's what I'm about to say is when this whole war thing is happening right now. And I read this in a lot of like my Eastern spirituality books, because all these greats have said this. They said, as great as we think we are, we're really no different than cavemen. The only difference is cavemen killed each other with stones and clubs. We use bombs and missiles. We're doing the same exact thing. It's the same same exact archaic uh thing but we like to pride ourselves like we're these air like we're just these amazing individuals which we are to some extent but it's like why aren't we using this energy to come together and be great and phenomenal that's why if if aliens are coming they're just gonna wait because they're gonna like (laughs) these people are gonna destroy themselves oh man it's i I, it's like it's like that meme with the aliens they drive by all the time it's like they they drive by earth and roll their windows up and lock their door yeah (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, uh, you know, I heard, I don't, I think I can't remember who said it. Uh, maybe Carl Sagan, but somebody said it great. It's like the dinosaurs were the test of strength and the, the humans are the test of problem solving. And, and, uh, it's like, man, we really are doing a really poor job. Um, mm. and you know, and, and if I could summarize it, this is getting in like a, a philosophical, discussion but uh i'll bring it on (laughs) okay so what i would say if i could surmise the problem like if it you know like you know i I like to try to reverse everything to the root like peel you know the why keep going back until we can find a you know a fundamental reason you know keep, keep finding keep asking why keep asking why so with this okay so we can say that a dude that goes to a casino drops you know a thousand dollars a night you know lose loses money 80 percent of the time he has a gambling problem right it's a gambling problem people that bet on horses and they, they call it an addiction so they, and then we call addiction a disease again these are all you know classified terms so we we saw the inception of wealth with with uh uh basically the inception of farming um, like the cultivation of farmland and, and and goods started to create ownership of things you know this this little unnecessary thing that occurred 
because it's truly not necessary in the scope of, of our survival, our evolution, our growth. We created a middleman of, of in, a, in, a, in a thing form, in a, in a material form of wealth and greed. So we now see that greed has run so rampant in society as a human race. It is now flipped all of our ideologies into this uh, uh, obtain kind of a, a mindset. And our, our entire civilization, our human race is, is, is sick. You know, we, we're, we essentially have allowed uh, a disease to, to play out on a major platform and we're like turning a blind eye to it. It's essentially like you wouldn't, you wouldn't admit that you have a problem with cocaine. If you had a fucking pound of cocaine or a mound of cocaine on your table, you'd be like, well, I'm having a great fucking night tonight is what's going on, you know, cause you can afford it and you have it, you know? So that's what happened. Once there was this, like the, the sticks and stones beat each other and take, you know, that, that was that, that idea, once it was like, oh, goods, you know, in product, uh, 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 you know, obtaining wealth, we let it run rampant. Um, and, and now we're seeing the ramifications of it on a, on a, a wide scale. We, we we're really a, a sick civilization and we're, we're, <laughs> we're arguing about everything other than, you know, um, so yeah, I think that, uh, that's, that's, and I think we're starting to see various forms of like cryptocurrency and NFTs and these things kind of, they're, they're almost an enigma. They're a way of, of breaking the cycle, but at the same time, creating a new cycle, like a vicious cycle. Um, I mean, even the creator of Bitcoin, if you look at like the definition of Bitcoin, he said it was a, a monetary thing to like get away from central banking, but in a very short amount of time, it'll be owned by the elites. You know, like it's, it's, it's all the same thing. And it's, it's in, in a times one shot, it's so frustrating to just exist, you know, to exist in a world where, where you pride yourself on educating yourself on being aware and being relatable and being grounded and in, in, in being in, in being in this in this position to be you know non-provocative and in a neutral state to where you can learn from both sides and take you know and, and, and basically formulate mature opinions like you know but at the end of the day when you're able to do that you see the world with like what the fuck is going on and none of it should be this way you know it literally is just you know manipulation and there's so many various channels but what happens is man it's like it doesn't take a genius by any means to see all this it it we, you know it, it just takes you know uh, someone with a little bit of time and, and and uh and awareness of course but what happens is we don't have fucking time to 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 deal with it we have to we have to get on with paying our uh, exorbitant bills that are just rising every day uh we have to like take care of our, our family you know, we, we find a loved one, uh, you know, have kids. We, we, we have, we're just, we just don't have time. So it's like, ah, somebody else will take care of it. The, the, the professors will take care of it. The, do the doctors will take care of it. The scientists will take care of it. Whereas they're trying, <laughs> but they're, you know, it's just, they're taking on one little aspect of these, these daunting world issues that, uh, it's just a time suck, man. It's all, it's, you know, everything that all this, this, this 
construct that we live within is just the time suck. It's annoying. And it's frustrating at times, man. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> I loved everything you just said. And so my question is, after hearing all that, you being the problem solver, what do we do? <laughs> if, if Joel's in charge, so, so, what, are we, what, so, what are our first steps? What are our first steps? So I think if I were to, to, to guess what is what could happen or, or to make it seem as easy as it can be, the internet is the, is the great anomaly of our time, right? It is a complete en uh, enigma, uh, uh, an anomaly wrapped in a question, right? So um, reason being is because the internet allows us to be closer together by being further apart. Mm. That's real fucking strange. Because of the internet, we, the, 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 the man behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz is being, you know, being pulled away. And now the people that are kind of doing things behind the curtain, you know, like big business, the manipulation of the markets and things like that. It's not some big conspiracy. It's all just big business. But we're, it's now kind of like out in the open. What's going to, what I think could possibly happen, because I think about this all the time, is what would, what would stop everyone from, say, a document, a meme, just appeared on the internet across social media platforms, and it was a, in contract form. And it simply said, you know, I choose not to use government services, public transportation, the dollar, public, you know, library, you know, I'm done. I'm done with this. You know what I mean? I'm no longer in this republic. It's a choice. We literally have a choice to be a part of this republic or not. It's so strange. Like, you're not born into this republic. You know what I mean? Like, there's still sovereign land. There's still land that's not owned by the U.S. government. You know what I mean? Like, the idea that just, like, you being an American means you're owned by some kind of country, like nationalism, that shit's all bananas to me. Like, it's all just crazy. Like... <laughs> You, you have to, like, live within the confines of this, like, country's idealisms, you know? And, like, as you grow up, like, fuck all that shit. You know? No. Anytime you could just say, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all right. I'm good. I tried this out for a good, like, you know, 36 years. And, 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 and it's not really working out for me. I'm done, with, you know, with your republic. And uh, I'm just going to do my own thing, you know? Um, thanks. And uh, so if someone say that was like a, in a legitimate, you know, I, I know I'm kind of joking about it, but if it was like, Hey, I, I removed myself from this Republic. And, and literally if everyone kind of like saw that and was in sound mind enough to understand that that is literally how easy it is to, to, to just, just stop, <laughs> you know, cause it's, it's, it's so strange. This idea of like our government, it's like that it's become such an authoritarian thing. Like our, our police state, like, you know, the, the ideas, uh, you know, of them, like, you know, governing, 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 governing us is, is, is just strange. You know, like they're just, they're just representatives. They're just service men and they make so much more money and they're elitist. Like it's so strange that the people that we, that work for us are elitist. That just it doesn't make any kind of sense in a democracy like definite definition like it, it just so I, I don't know I think maybe it could be as simple as that is that some buddy just makes this like contract that you know 
you abide by and and, and I, I, I don't know I, you know I know that we have to focus on technologies I know that opportunity the lack of opportunity breeds violence and crime I know that uh, we have to uh, look past this nationalism thing and work together as minds to, to you know like we need to start appreciating art and intelligence more so we need to have like the olympics for the mind you know what i mean like um we uh we really got to retool education um that you know that's right now we kind of have a battle in my opinion you know i don't want to get too political but right now we're kind of seeing like the battle of of kind of uh i don't want to call the battle of you know the intelligent and the unintelligent but uh it's 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 really like change is necessary a lot of times like when you it's foolish to stand in the way of progress yeah you know that's like abraham lincoln you know when we still have so many people just wanting to stand in the way of like change and progress because of archaic religious blind faith and values that come from years and years ago and when just just it was just a, a different time and and, and I, I mean a lot of this stuff just floors me man um <laughs> so that's why that's why we make art right but uh yeah. <laughs> well but but again i mean we start using trash to build buildings we retool education we uh we get we with the internet we move religion into the right aspect of society um we're getting there man we're getting there we're moving there and and you know it's it, it, it's i don't know man there's there's times when i literally thought like do i just stop doing all this and like try to be this person that like that that i don't know strokes the fire of change like in, as a revolutionist or something but i don't know i it's uh I think we just I just think just keep making art and, and, and find successful avenues to and then use our platform and uh, I don't know do do what we can I, I wish I could do I, I don't know I battle with it all the time I I, I, I should be doing more I want to be doing more <laughs> uh, I'm trying to do more and literally I'm being stopped. <laughs> By, by basically the construct of our society, the American dream. I'm being stopped by it, you know? Like, it, it's frustrating. Um, I think that people like me, like you, other artists, creatives, passionate individuals, they should be helped and, and you know, <laughs> there should be grants and, and, and various financial applications that uh, can be provided for creatives. It's it's so crazy. I mean, just look at the numbers. If, if, if anything, you know, if you guys want to talk numbers, then let's talk numbers. I mean, look at where the, look where the money is really generated in this world. It's, it's entertainment, it's films, it's, it's movies, it's games, it's, you know, it's sports, you know, it's, I mean, shit, you could, you could literally sum up life with like, you're here to entertain or be entertained. It's just choose a, choose a path. <laughs> You said oh, that was that was great. So when you run for mayor of LA, let me know. I'll come work on your campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I 
you said something in the very beginning of that, especially that hit was uh, we make this run. Like we, we all opt into this. So it's like people don't understand. Like you do realize that this is your taxes that you're paying and these people work for you, right? You remember that, right? Yeah. But the way it's set up, yeah. I mean, it's like, again, I'll go to division and that's done multiple ways through now with these, these things, social media and all that stuff. Yes, it's an amazing tool, but it's also a phenomenal tool to create barriers, to create division, to create hate, to create fear, to create anger. And it's like, and that's why I really liked when you're, you're just saying hi to people on the street, because it's like, at the end of the day, like we, like people take person over here, take person over there thinking polar opposite on something in their minds. They're supposed to hate this person. But if that person would just say hi to you or just level with you in a human way, you guys are going to forget all that shit, man. Like it's, it it works. It works. Like we're humans. Like we're all on the same team. I bet you like the same TV shows. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're just, we're bred to just, I mean, as you know, man, like hate is a learned, a learned thing. I mean, if there's only 12 stories a human can tell, they were not that fucking complex. You know what I mean? Mm. So all these like rationales for division are so fucking dumb and, 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 and literally are justification for something else. You know, they're, they're an excuse. Um, it's fear based, you know, like I, I, Jim Carrey said it well one time where it's like, everything you do is either through love or fear. You know, I don't know so, so much about love. It's either through rational or, or being afraid, but uh mm. You know, it's, it's, it's it's interesting, man. Like people want to be afraid of each other right now, you know, almost it's uh, to make sense of things, you know, Um, it's, it's, this is a very good topic, but, um, but even just like, Man, getting to know the like worst of people, like okay, that's why like people love crime TV. You know what I mean? It's like, man, what's going on with that fucking dude's mind? You know, it's always a dude, and it's always a white dude. You know, it's it's a uh, white toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? Like, that's why we're the most dangerous thing on the face of the earth is is because if, if I would give you like the blunt reason for that, why the white man, in my opinion, or statistically speaking, is the most dangerous thing on the face of the earth, would be because sexuality is so faux pas, sex in general. So it's like we grow up not feeling comfortable about it. and It's this like thing that separates us from each other and, and levels of class and how big our dick is and, 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 and how good at sex you are with like and how much you have. It's just not talking about something and then we think that we deserve all these things it, it just all these 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 culminations you know make white toxic masculinity you know what i mean so uh those are the people i don't really like but um anyways that's way off topic but that's an interesting topic within itself that we could probably do a whole podcast on to be honest. yeah because that's i mean i think about that a lot because i was a part of it you know i felt i felt it as a uh, you know, a person growing growing up in Florida, I've been on the wrong side of thoughts before. You know, mm. just to fit in. Uh, mm. But 
yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man, to get back to like, you know, people to people interactions, there's a, you know, a couple things about that. It's like, look how we're built. You know, we have these two legs and these arms, these eyes, nose, mouth. We're supposed to literally walk places, move things out of the way to walk places, move things with our arms, walk places with our legs, interact with other people, listen, use our senses, understand what they have to provide that can maybe make you better. Therefore, you can take that information, walk to another person move things out of the way, use your mouth, then speak to another person, those ideas, and then benefit the culture. That's the, that was kind of the idea of the human race, right? Like, it's why we can communicate. Any kind of communication advances the culture, right? So we communicate on such a high level, we should be able to be constantly evolving, constantly evolving. But we've stifled ourselves with, like, the, the, the infatuation of the, the, wrong, the wrong senses, like the things that, that make us feel the, the feel things we've, to become infatuated with the, the, the laziest ones. So, uh, pleasure makes art, yeah. makes art hard, mm. you know, like, and, 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 you know, and that's why you see a lot of these like artists get upset with the like current political landscape. And it's like, no, it's not like this leftist, like just side choosing, like thought. It's like, no man, we're like, as an artist, it's almost like you're rallying against, the creative class, you know, like, uh, the creative, the, the creative minds, like, no, you need to be fucking working in a factory, you know, uh, people shouldn't be getting handouts. Like what, what the fuck not? That's that, that should like, <laughs> we could literally, if everybody just decided to call Leafs money, Leafs money tomorrow, like, yo, let's get rid of the dollar bills. Like how about we just call Leafs money off of trees tomorrow? And everybody goes, cool. That's just, it's, that's it. Leafs are money now, you know? So it's like, what, dude, there's, we could print it. It, it. You say whatever you want and have some arguments with world leaders over shit. Like, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Like, oh, people want to just work until they die for other people. Man, the cognitive dissidence of the, of the world is bananas, man. And, it, and it's, it's sad, you know. It's, it, it's frustrating because you just want to see, I just want to see what's best for everybody. Everybody can have so much. <laughs> like, there's so much. For There's enough for everyone. There's abundance. There's so, enough for everyone. So much. It's so frustrating. It's so, I, it's so frustrating. I told someone, it was an artist friend. Uh, and look, when I say this, I'm saying this from a first world in the United States perspective. I know we have it way better than many around the world. But I'm like, you know, someone shouldn't have to work three jobs just to say that their bills are paid. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like... Crazy just to survive like just to live yeah. and have barely enough food to pay their like working three jobs I, I just it doesn't add up to me i'm like and I'm, I'm with you on the whole and look i'm i'm all for entrepreneurship i'm all for reasonable capitalism to some extent of someone that comes up with something sells it and profits off it i'm for that but i'm not for this like like you just said like well, you didn't work hard enough or, you know, you just got to get it. It's like, dude, it's like everyone has a different like experience in this thing. Like it's like not have the same opportunities and look, yeah. Do some people break through and make it happen? Of course they do. But there's a lot of people who don't even get that shot. And Oh man, know. it's so, it's so, so fine. It's I mean, so small, bro. The people that literally break through on their own, you know, like, I mean, 
fucking contest. It's extremely difficult, you know, and, and uh, it shouldn't be. It should not be at all. I mean, and, and, and look, man, it's, and it's not some vast conspiracy. It, like I said, it's just big business. If you were to climb this, you know, amazing plateau of, and you get to this, this beautiful view where, you know, it's just it's the most magical thing you've ever seen at the top of this fucking hill and you found this, like, magical staircase to get up there and there's only room for you up there, would you tell anybody else about that staircase? No, you don't want anybody else coming up there with you, you know, and, and you're the one that found the staircase and you're up there. So you feel like you deserve it more than these other people. Right. So what happens is we get this sense of, like I said, hoardership and, and, and greed and the, 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 you know, like once you start to build governments and, and put people into position and, and power uh, we already chose our, our elites to, you know, like the people that basically were, were creating the ideas of how we should live became the ones enforcing it. And then uh, the ideas of the of protection of the people, that, that changed. That idea of like, oh, you know, the, the, the love of the people, the, the, the evolution of people, the, the progression of people, that changed. It became the progression of the dollar. Mm. Um, so the the safety of the dollar, the protection of the dollar, uh, the you know the the authority the authoritarian authoritarian figure of the dollar, it all it all became the main focus. And uh, unfortunately, it's just created this like you know blockage to to growth within the masses. You know, like we 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 should literally, we should literally have a new amazing business be presented every day. There should be another fucking Facebook every single day, 10 of them, you know, there's that many minds that, that are able to do it. Um, I mean, just as being somebody that, you know, creates and invents like functional tech, like just going to just trying to get it created to get it to like market to, to further to, to be used by people is, is just damn near impossible. And, uh, and it's because of that reasons, like, you know, we, we don't want a lot of success within our countries, you know, and that's in a lot of, you see that in a lot of countries, your, your elitists get to this point to where, you know, it's like, Hey, no, you're going to, we, we need workers for our giant businesses. You know, they look at the country like a business and this you know, society and the civilians as workers to that business. Um, and I mean, shit, dude, you can trace it back to like, you know, Christianity and, and, kind of putting everybody in, in, in one kind of main mindset. And, and it's just, it's sad. It, you, you take away knowledge, man. Knowledge is power. Shit is like, you, you, we heard it like one time said, like reading rainbow and, and it's like the, it should be said over and over and over and over. It's the most, it's the, 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 and literally it's the, it's the secret. There's a book, they call it the secret. Just, it, it's no fucking secret. It's just knowing a bunch of things, you know, like, navigating your way through all these things happening <laughs> um but yeah it, but but you know there's it's such a there's so few people that are self-made you know um you know even elon musk you know isn't really a, he's very far from self-made and uh um takes a lot of credit for things that i don't think you really should take credit for but uh but, you know, but that, you know, that's what drives me and I, and I hope other people like you and, and other, you know, passionate creators is like, fuck, man, you know, if it's rare, 
did cool. <laughs> even even better, even better to break through, you know. And I think, man, this is, by the way, man, this, this, this conversation, this is, it's, it's Off as the rails. beautiful as it could have been. Like I knew, I knew we would just, it just would open up into this. This is beautiful. Off the rails. I, I think for me, are you good on time right now? Do you have a few? Bro, we could talk all night. One shot. I'm here <laughs> for you, brother. Uh, Cause you would just talk, you're like the perfect person I'm talking to tonight because it's like, I, one thing for me, a lot, a lot going on in the world, man. A lot going on in the world. I'll keep, I'll bring it back to art real quick, and just for any artists listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I, uh, I do want to talk about more world stuff too, though. But it, it's what's sad to me. I guess, I think maybe one of the most frustrating things as a creative is you are going to. I don't know if "look down upon" is the right word, but you are not going to get. Um. People, some people are going to look at you like you have, are a failure and that you're not contributing because you haven't, quote unquote, climbed society's standard of what, quote unquote, success is. Like when people say that person's a success because what? They have a house, they have a nice car, they have a this, but they're a, like you just said too earlier in the, do they have awareness? Do, are they right. kind to people? Are they? Right. It's like none of that matters. It's like all thrown out the window. It's like, no, unless you have these things, you're a success in this life. I think that's fucking bullshit. And it's like, I, but at the same time, I acknowledge that, well, this is the third dimension reality that I live in. I have to play the game on some yeah. things. I do have to pay my rent. I do have to do, but it's just, I, I think that's maybe like the thing that's I've been thinking about lately. Cause I mean, you being one of those people, I'm just these talented, brilliant people that I know. Like when I talk to people, I'm like, you guys have no idea of the, some of the people I know, like, like what they are capable of and the, their genius in this. But then so-and-so tells you like, oh, did you hear about uh, so-and-so that's got this new gig? They make $200,000 a year, man. They're really doing it big. I'm just like, that means nothing to me. It's like, you see, you see where I'm going with it? It's like, I think I do. Uh, I do. I do it, very it takes much. a lot of mental strength to navigate that, like to like, be because it's look it's all around us at all times oh without a doubt i you mean know? we're 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 geared to to i mean we have to now make money to 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 basically do anything you know you have to have this mindset to obtain a great deal of money you know um to be successful in any capacity you know it, it, if if uh in, in the realm of what successful is, right? Mm -hmm. But it, 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 it's what I find to be successful, what my goal is, is to, to, to be remembered, you know, to, mm -hmm. be, to, to be impactful, to change things, to be in discussions when people have arguments and debates, you know, um, to have a leg to stand on when I want to stand on. So, um, where was I just going with that? Uh, I'll interject one quick thing too. Like, yeah, yeah that's the thing. Do. Like you said, like I, and I too, like I've more as of late, cause I realize there's certain things in life. I want, I want a family. I have a significant other now. I want oh, that's right. certain that's right. things. And it's like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm okay with adopting that. My whole thing is I don't identify with it. And I think so many people right. identify people and label people as 
success, not success, success, not success. And to me, that's just like, it's so crazy to me. And like, I, again, like, that's why I love meeting people such as yourself that see, that get it. Like we see it like, wait a minute. Like you said, this is all made up. Like this whole thing is made up. Like who yeah. says that this is the right way to live? Right. It's just, it's just a book. It's just a book <laughs> that, that we're just writing as people. Why not add part to it? You know what I mean? Like why not be so pivotal that you can get a part in that book? Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're just a character. It's literally just step back and look at it like a fucking giant movie. You know, like be so impactful in some way, hopefully not killing a bunch of people. Right. Cause that's how some people choose to be, you know, like they want to be involved so much that they, they make a splash in that, in that, in that mm -hmm. way. <laughs> but it's like, that's why like, you know, there, you find a lot of these like fucking crazy people, or, you know, or, you know, highly intelligent. It's just, there's a, they're, they break at some point, you know? Yeah. Um, but man, yeah, it's, it's like, why, why not try to do everything? You know, like I, that's something I've like kind of set out to do. And, and I, and I will say that I wasn't, I had like kind of a, extra sense of inspiration by being so you know injured as a kid you know i was told like oh man you know like it's a miracle you're alive you gotta you know, gotta do all this shit and i was like oh well guess guess i gotta gotta get to doing and uh and yeah really really have kind of just continued continuously done so because uh once you start doing and then you get to like a point where you've done you're like oh well i just I just did it a bunch and got good at it. And if you do, it's like, it's like whoever does it the most or is undoubtedly good at it, you, you'll, you'll be found or you'll, you'll end up doing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you just keep doing it, you know, um, mm. and, and get good at it. And, uh, and, and, do, and, and that, that could be anything, you know, um, I've literally have like flirted with like, Oh man, I'm going to, make the best of, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be done until I, you know, literally in discussion as, you know, one of the greatest actors, one of the best filmmakers, one of the best writers and, and shit, man. Then maybe if I, if I go back and go to back to school, get a doctorate or something and run for president, like it's all just think it's all just things to do. It's literally like, I'm just, it's, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to have breakfast. and I'm going to go to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you're just doing, you just do. And then there's first seen things, of course, that happen within that, that time frame. Of course, that's, that's the, that's the mystery and the obstacle of the what if that's why you can't get too caught up in like down the road because down the road's not, you know, it's like the cliche adages and like sayings that we all know that they're, they're, they're sayings and cliche adages for a reason. They're they they take so much just philosophical just validity and and put it into so many words. You know what I mean? It's like we, we if you just live, you take they take those quotes and live by them for real. You know, um, and just and just do like we got to live in the now and make the best of now because tomorrow's not promised and the way up and the way down is the one and the same and you can never step twice in the same river and just basically just do a bunch of shit or do one thing and do it all the time, you know? Um, and then if you, and then if you have like, you know, we, this idea of like, don't feed the ego and, and, you know, that's just, that's stupid. You know, like 
why would you try to be good at anything or obtain knowledge if no one knew it? You know what I mean? Like, like, of course I want to, I want to be respected as, as an intellectual, as an artist, as a filmmaker, you know, like that's, that's, that's the point. It's to, there's like, and that's, and, and who's to say that's the point. That's my point. That's what I've decided. That's what I want to do with my human experience. You know what I mean? Like I want to change things. So people go, Oh, you know what? We don't have to be living like this. A whole bunch of kids don't have to be like starving in fucking Africa. Reporters taking photos of a, of a baby in a ball with a vulture near it. You know, like that's crazy. You know, I, I mean, you know, and, and if I can do that through art, through a character, um, I, and I think it's crazy when people get up in arms about like athletes and and actors, and, you know, getting getting into like political discussions or, or philosophical debates. So, dude, these people work so hard to get to where they are and well, a lot of them and uh and and they're just another person with a, a, a broad <laughs> you basically just just mm, opinion on things you know what i mean like who you know and uh it's it's who's to say that their opinion is, is any less valid than anybody else's opinion like you know say say what you're what you want to say, but make sure you've done enough in your life to be educated enough to say something, you know, um, I'm getting way off track again, but, uh, oh, man, you really, man, you really, uh, hit it in the pocket with the just do thing. I mean, it really, cause there's, there's times where I, I just overthink way too much on something, but then like the second you just say, I'm just going to start doing it. Then it just all starts to unfold. I'm like, man, I could have done that earlier <laughs> instead of like all this, you're oh, yeah, I mean, talking you out of things like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you kind of planning like, it's, balance, the, so. you know, it, it's yeah, because they say luck is like, you know, preparation, meeting, you know, meeting, uh, timing. Um, yeah, but really, really, man, it's 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 basically executing in 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 learning how to do so, you know, in, in that time, then now, and then, and then just doing like, man, you know, who you know, who says the best, it's like. The, Heath Ledger's Joker. It's just, just, just a dog chasing a car, man. I'm just, just, I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing. It. I'm just going, man. I don't, I'm just, you know, I, I just have to make these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the, at the end of the day, I, I just have to make these things. You know what I mean? Like that's. I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, just I have to make. I have to make these things. And and uh, and it's frustrating because you know you see all these things being made and, and, and characters being portrayed and things, you know, coming onto market and you're just like, this is not good, you know? And, and you, and there's a lot of creators like I could do so much better, you know, or I could, I could really add to that, uh, that cool thing that that director just did or that actor just did, you know, and you just want to get that chance, you know, and uh, you have to really believe that you can add something new. And if you don't believe that you can, be something new different like if you're just trying to get to fit in you know like i, I, don't, I don't really think that's i really don't, i don't really think there's gonna be enough drive you know um i mean look at the the the, the people that like we remember they were all in <laughs> you know what i mean their life was like this is i'm doing i'm doing i'm living this life you know i'm i'm gonna this is, this is who i am this is how I dress. This is how I talk. This is how I function. This is what I believe in. You know, um, 
It's a great point, actually, what you just said. You're right. Like the people, they were all the way in. And I, I said this on one of the other podcasts, not to cut you off, but he, uh, Joseph Campbell, the guy, the hero's journey and all that. Yeah. Everyone looks at like the outcome of that and how glorious it is. But like, you know, you take Jesus or any like the knight who slayed the dragon or anything like that. Oh, I, I want what they actually all went through hell <laughs> on earth. But we're just yeah. seeing it, what the outcome of it all was. But no, they actually went through hell. Without uh, a doubt. Without a doubt. They say for the all in thing, it's like, yeah, these people, we read about it in textbooks. Oh, I want to be like them. But it's like, no, do you understand, though, the decisions they made? Like, yeah. to really go all in on this thing. You have to, you have, it has to be, you have to embody it. You know, you have to be, you know, you have to be the actor. You have to be the musician. You have to be the filmmaker. You know, you, you have to be the artist. You, you know, it's, uh, and, and to be quite honest, I get caught in these tropes to where I create these businesses and I'll develop these businesses and I'll get caught as like the coffee guy or, you know, the fucking, you know, martial arts teacher guy, you know, or like uh, the stunt guy or the, the, I'm the artist, the painter, you know, uh, I'm the athlete. It's like, it's, it's, I invent things. I'm an I'm a engineer. I build things. You know what I mean? Like I get caught in these things where it's like, a lot of times I just, I just want to be seen as one thing where someone else is seeing me as something that I else, you know what I mean? And I have to battle that as well. And, uh, and, and battle it all without getting too bent out of shape of that. It's like hindering my aggression, you know? Um, but you know, it, at the end of the day, I'm just going to, I'll still be those things, you know? Um, and I wear I wear them on my sleeve, you know. Like I'm, I'm I am who I am, you know. I'm, I'm I'm all in. I'm an artist, you know. I'm a creative. That's that's. Uh, I'm not going to be wasting time with other other stuff, like you know, that that that, that doesn't interest me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I respect about you, man. Is you you really you do what you want to do. You do what you want to do, and you do it well. And that's the thing that's cool about you too is like you're, it seems like with me or it seems like with you too, like, and I've, I've done it before too. Like you're okay. Like some things you do, you may always do them your whole life. Some things may be short term, some things may be longer term, but it's, it's all right. I did that. Now I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to do yeah, this. Yeah. Now I'm going to do yeah. that. And some people are like, man, I haven't even done one thing yet. But it's again, you're an executor. You, you do like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and when opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm you can either take advantage of it or, or not, you know, um, you make the best of it. And then you, you sometimes will fall flat on your face. Or you'll grab it maybe before you're too ready and fall flat, flat on your face. You'll, you'll learn as you go. You know, like I built and operated a restaurant and I had no idea how to do that at all. It didn't any sense. And, and it was a, a real struggle to do and uh, fell flat on my face a couple of times for sure. But overall, it was a successful endeavor, and then I moved on and, and came out here to LA. But uh, I didn't even know that you know. about you, so that's amazing. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. But uh, yeah, yeah, those, the restaurant industry is a, a, a motherfucker. But um, yeah, you, you know, like you, you, basically, you just have you have faith that you've been you've been basically cultured enough that you can present something to the culture as an artist, you know, like 
you know, make something, you know, like a lot of times the people are like, Oh man, you, you know, you're making, you want to make something or paint these paintings, like all these paintings, like me, do they mean things or the films like, you know, mean all these various things. Like sometimes I'm just making things that like should be relevant and cool at the time, you know, because that's like what I think might be cool at the time, you know? Um, or it's just a picture in my head that I think looks cool. <laughs> you know, like I, I just paint whatever's in my head. Um, and I think that, and then I think there's times for, you know, ideas to come to the surface and then for, for me to press, like, and, and again, go, that's harkening back to your idea. Like how do I choose which ideas that I, or which projects that I focus on um, other than the financial necessity, what, what seems prevalent with the, with the culture at the time or will be when it's like finally released, uh, you know? So like right now I'm working on, uh, I'm about to, I'm ramping up to shoot mid in the middle of next month a trailer to pitch as a feature that's a, you know, a women uh, centric driven film. And uh, it's an idea I've had forever. And it's just finally, it was like, this is, it's, it's time to make this film. You know, it's, mm. it's now it's time to make this film. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gearing up to shoot that. And, and uh, so incredibly excited about it. Yeah. It's called Team Moms. <laughs> teen Moms or Team Moms? Team, team moms, team moms. It's about a uh, wayward, like uh, poor single group of moms that all have like 12 year old sons that uh, they all play at this like poor um, podunk little league field. They, they're, they all work hard just to make ends meet. Um, and then their sons make the all-star team. And as, you know, as happy as they are, it's also like, ah, well, fuck, you know, like we got to, you know, pay for travel expenses, you know, to get to the games, you know, take time off to come to the games, uniforms, you know, yada, yada. And uh, so it's just like over the top comedy about these moms that, that don't really know each other and come together and, and uh, you know, you just see the antics of trying to make the money to raise enough money for their, their kids to, to play through the all-star season and then come to find out the team is just, in, you know, phenomenally good and uh, end up going all the way to the World Series. So these moms really have to, like, pull it together and you see them, like, raise money, try to flirt with guys, you know. It's almost like uh, uh, bridesmaids meets motherhood, you know, with, with Little League, with little league uh, baseball involved. Um, wow. and, and, and I want to shoot a trailer cause I'm not, I don't want to write the entire film. I, I actually played the Lily Gold series when I was 12 mm-hmm. and this, this, so I've always known I wanted to pay homage to like my mom and our team moms because of, this is exactly that. We came from a little park that was in the middle of a project in Florida. It was the smallest little fields. We've literally had guys run across our fields with guns, with the cops chasing us in the middle of the games. It's kind of like park that we played in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Keep talking. Arts. I got to charge my computer. Keep talking. Okay, right on. And uh, we were just this amazing group of, of youngsters that came together and uh, just were this incredible team. And, and as kids, you just don't, you don't even ever think twice about like what your parents go through to like allow you to have this magical experience of, you know, playing through the summer and then eventually playing the Little League World Series in Pennsylvania. You know, they had to do so much and again you don't even think about that until you're older and then as i got older i did think about these things and thought like 
just the, the stories that my mom told me as I got older about their tr the trips and all the places that we went and the people they'd encounter and, and how the moms hung out because they were like these single ladies. And I was like, oh man, one day I'm going to write a film about like this, these group of moms that are just hilarious, awesome women that go over and beyond for their kids. You know, their little punk, like bad news bear kids that are just unbelievable team. Cause our team was just unbelievable. And, uh, all the way to the world series. And, uh, so I want to shoot the trailer because I don't want to write the film. I don't really want to write the entire script myself as, as a male. And cause I don't really want to tell the whole like female experience. I am, I do want to create, you know, the idea because I am paying homage to my mom and the others through like a memory sake, but I do want to have like a team of women sit down and actually, you know, pen out the script together um, to re really get a well-rounded feel of, of the, you know, the, the women, ex the woman experience um, to, to, uh, to make the feature. So I'm going to shoot the trailer with this, this awesome cast. And then we're going to pitch that to try to, you know, get the funding to, to shoot the feature. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and again, it was just like the timing, the idea was always there. And I was just like, yep, time, time to get, get going on this one, you know? And I'm in the middle. I mean, literally, I just started, a, I just launched a sports well, trading cards and collectibles online shop. And I launched a vintage clothes shop. Um, and uh, so I've just been doing that right now. And that's been, that's been pretty hectic. But uh yeah, I'm doing doing all of those things trying to kind of juggle, you know, getting this this project going. So. Hey man, well, you're an inspiration. And you said something earlier that really hits home with something in particular. I I one of those things I've had in my head for years, but then it's like you just kind of know when you start like actually putting it down and it starts coming out, they're like, Oh, now it's time. Like <laughs> here it comes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you said you hope something along the line, I'll have to go back in the edit to listen, but you just hope you're cultured enough to be able to make a contribution to it. And that, that can't, I relate to that so much. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's not even about being good. You're not trying to be good. You're not trying to outdo anyone. You just, this unique thing that you have in your head, you got, you're the only one that can put it together because right. it's your idea. <laughs> so right. you got to put it together and you just hope that you can put it together and maybe one or two people appreciate it. <laughs> maybe they're like, oh, I see what you were doing there. You know, you know what? It, and, and you might not be appreciated in your time. You know, that's something that my mom and I've had discussions about because as a, as a painter, I work real hard at, at, at my art. And, uh, you know, I, I don't sell a lot of, a lot of work at, at high volume. I do sell paintings here and there, of course. And I do like, you know, murals and stuff, but, uh, you know, maybe I might not be, you know, respected or recognized as an artist in, in my timeline, you know, in my time frame, And uh, it's okay. You know, um, and, and, and it took me a while to be okay with that because, you know, because of the ego wants to, you know, be like, I know what I'm doing. I think like in comparison to what other people think is good, like, isn't, isn't, doesn't this work, you know, like, so it's a little frustrating in that regard. And, and, it's hard to like play the game to like really have to press it out there and through the, through the, the menagerie, menagerie of, of stuff that's already out there. Menagerie? Menagerie of stuff that's already out there. But, um, you know, uh, and, you, and you do want to, you, and you do want to be able to be understood, right? That's, that's 
why do it this way? You know, like the, the why, again, everything that we know, <laughs> everything is everything is always just the why, like just dig a little deeper, like Rafiki, man, just look deeper, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, it, it's so true. And we, we do that with, with, I mean, in, in all aspects of humanity from, you know, uh, all aspects of art in humanity just just asking why why was this this way or why why was it done this way and i don't even know where i was going with that but uh yeah but just just i can i completely continuously want to present something that's like you know respected as a as an as a cultured individual where people go oh yeah 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 that makes sense yeah, you know? <laughs> you know, like it, it, or you know, like or to where it's like, wait a second, if that's if any of that's true, I got to think about that for a minute. You know, I mean, that's at the end of the day, because I battle with these things, and I don't, and this is probably a strange time to talk about it, but you battle with like letting the ego go sometimes, right? Like letting it, letting it be itself, and you battle with like saying, okay, well, I want to make these things and, and, and I think I can do it better than other people. So if you get the chance to do that, you better have like the tool belt to do it, you know, and you, and you know, and I know, and everybody that's creative, they, they know what those tools are. And it's just the self-discipline of, of obtaining them and, and then putting them, putting them to work. Right. So mm. it's uh um again I'm just going off I just I keep getting off topic but uh oh, no I love it it's great <laughs> but uh I mean I mean you just you just want to be just you just want to be you just want to know for yourself that you're not crazy right that you mm. that you like yeah, I can. I'm. It's like that. I. I. I guess at the end of the day, man, that's like I. I'm. I just have to like prove that I'm not crazy. <laughs> it's like I, it's like all these ideas and like doing all this like for the for. They say for an easy life you do the hard things, and for a hard life you do easy things. So it's like how much hard shit do you have to do <laughs> until shit gets easy, right? So you have to you you have to think, man. If you believe in your like self and if you believe you're that good at stuff you have to just keep going right until it comes until you until you feel like yeah, okay good you know that and then you just keep doing you know you just you just keep doing and uh you know i, I <laughs> and i guess where was i going with that i had a, i had a very oh gosh sorry okay so the film that okay everything i'm doing is just try to like say that i figured some things out that and and i'm trying to do it in a way that is like accepted this is getting really i don't even know if i've ever discussed it really with people <laughs> openly but okay and i think that's what art is it's like an epiphany you know like people have had like individualized epiphanies based on realizations and they're like I have an epiphany where I see it this way or I feel it this way or I hear it this way, you know, and it's like, I'm going to put it out there. 
you know, because I think that's right, or I think that's how it should be, or, you know, or something like that. So when I was young, went through these fucking terrible accidents, and because of these terrible accidents and where I live, this all these are all variables that equate who I am, right? So I go through these accidents, I cut my neck, I was hit by lightning, and all these people are like, oh, you know, like God saved you, and you know, like you have a purpose, and you're, you know, you're special in God's eyes, and that just kept getting to me, right? So I immediately like fell into religion, and in that area of Christianity, because like young life was such a big thing like youth groups and like high schools and shit. So I wanted to fit in, you know, and, and it was just like such an interesting thing because I was like, why would such, you know, why would God do such horrible things to a kid, you know, just to like save him to prove that he can, that's imposing his will, you know, logically. So I just got really interested in, in religion and I started really diving into religion at a young age, like in, in very, from my like freshman year of high school and I read the Bible over and over and over. And then I started reading, you know, other religious texts like the Quran and just various other religious texts from other civilizations or uh, other, uh, other cultures and, uh, and, re and religions. And, um, so I started to like, like, kind of get this bad taste in my mouth over time. And I had like, I, I had a group of friends that were all pretty advanced individuals and we were all kind of like playing along and, and, you know, going to like Windy Gap and the young life like groups and stuff like that. And, but we had this like, you know, kind of like young, cool, like uh, group leader that like hung out with us and stuff. And we would like test him. So we'd go on these trips and we'd have all these talks and stuff. But, and, and we would like ask, literal like questions about like this faith and religion and trying to make actual sense of it. You know, like what, what's up? What, you know, what about the dinosaurs? Simple things like that to like kind of, Hey man, explain to me the crucifixion. I really kind of have an issue with this. I don't really understand how that works. You know, like I, I, I get the story. I read the story a zillion times now, but when it comes to the crucifixion, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's like the whole point. This is like the whole thing hinges on his resurrection, everything. So, you know, we asked this guy over and over and over and, and I ended up like having the crucifixion tattooed on my back because it was such th this thing that didn't make sense to me, right? I just didn't get how this whole story, there's, there was a couple things that stood out in the Bible. We're going down a rabbit hole here. Okay. But oh, uh, I'm ready. <laughs> so, so I... I, you know, I continuously asked about the, the, the crucifixion and then like this one particular thing in the Bible about, about Jesus himself. And eventually by, by like kind of ruminating on this and then like looking into history and then kind of finding the roots and the origins of, you know, and uh, when the Bible was accepted and by who and what region of the world and what was going on at the time and other religions, you start to kind of see the stories for what it is, right? And kind of put it in, into place in reality. But the story of the Bible had, you know, such a huge story. But I was, like, reading it, like, differently, I guess, because something was sticking out to me. And that one thing stuck out to me so much that it just, like, wouldn't leave me alone. And then eventually it turned into a what if. If I just take this one thing and change the variable, the whole story changes, right? So I started writing this story that I discussed with one of my really good friends at the time. And uh, I was like, what if you, like, 
these two things that were really bothering me about, about the Bible. Like, what do you just take this, this story and flip these couple things, you know, and add this what if because of where we are now with our, our scientific advancements. And it was this like story where, you, you know, anytime I discussed it with my buddy or my friends, they're like, Jesus Christ, it's an amazing fucking idea. You know, like even at a young age, like that's cool. So I started developing it, developing it. And I was like, this makes a lot more sense than anything that we know, you know, and it's just, and it's just a fun story, but that's how poignant stories can be. And that's kind of what the Bible was, you know? So I, I just basically have always, everything that I'm doing, literally everything <laughs> in making these films are just like stepping stones to just get to this one big trilogy. And, uh, and it's because I feel like I can say something where people go, Oh damn. That's a really, really interesting way to look at it. <laughs> and just that one little, instead of telling people how to look at something or telling people like this is what it is, give them the opportunity to see it from a different angle. And because of that, it can create a, a kind of a snowball effect of, of reasonable thought, you know, mm. and, uh, and, and it could change kind of the perception of how we see things in general based on just, take one step sideways and add an, add another variable. That's you can, you can see things vastly different and it might allow people to look at religion differently. And, and then in, in, in just in a, by, by making a film, you know, a very, very large trilogy epic film, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I just basically been, everything I'm doing is to just get the opportunity to make this one thing so I can just mind fuck the hell out of people. I can't wait for that. And do I got do you remind me? Have you seen The Last Temptation of Christ with William Defoe by Martin Scorsese directed? Yeah, of course. Dude. Of course. Eric and I watch, we've watched it. I watched it a couple times with him. That movie you said like can change your perspective. What I loved about that movie is it was the portrayal of like the reality of Christ. Like a guy who had no idea what was happening to him and all of a sudden he starts you know, it's just like God coming up. But it was realistic. That's the thing. Like that movie back in the 80s was like banned and like Defoe said yeah. lost him movie gigs in Hollywood. Like he's tired. But like Without it's so brilliant. And I know it's based on a book, but it's like just that little shift of like even at, even at the end uh, where uh, he just like the, the interactions between him and Judas makes you think. Oh, like, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It really flips it on its head a little bit. And you're like, God, like it really, to me, I makes it a more realistic version of Christ. Without of a doubt. This guy who didn't choose this, like it was chosen for him. And then he Without just gets thrown into it and he just starts going with it as opposed to like this fluffed up version of uh whole, I don't know. I, does that make sense? Like it's like, Without a doubt. so Joel, this, this has been a treat, man. Like this has been, again, I, this is something I want to do again with you because this, we just didn't even scratch the surface of humanity, but this has been so amazing catching up with you. Before I give you the last word, where can the people find you? Do you want to find, find you on social media, online? Where should they go to look? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I have a website that's joel.com.com. Super easy. And then my Instagram, I guess, is... Uh, Joel, and then my name backwards, Leoj, and then 44. Super easy. Simple stuff. But yeah, um, hopefully you won't have to go find me 
you know, hopefully I'll be out there in your face sooner or later. <laughs> and Joel, I always give the guests the last word. It can be as deep or as shallow as you want. It can be a thought, an idea, absolutely anything you want to leave us on. Um, I don't know. Uh, I always want to kind of be profound, right? But uh, I guess I can kind of encapsulate it all with, you know, you, you, the two quotes that I kind of learned to live by, one from my, they're not of my mom and dad, but ones that my mom and dad both really enjoyed is my dad, you know, said that the way, the way up and the way down is one and the same. And my mom always loved the quote, you know, sometimes you got to jump and find your wings on the way down. And um, it's so true. You know, you, you were just, we're all just out here, you know, and uh, we're all just kind of learning as we go and uh, trying to make the best of it, you know. And, and if, I, if you really take the, the idea that everything is math and, and you just kind of compartmentalize everything and have a little bit of self-discipline and, and uh, you know, find a genuine care for each other, uh, that's where really where your art comes from is, is, is trying to connect. It's this deep, most depraved urge to just want to connect to so many people to, 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 I don't even, I don't even know why. I don't even care. Who gives a fuck why? It doesn't matter. It's just, that's, that's the feeling. It's there. It's real, right? It's, it's this, this urge to, uh, want to provide this, this sense of now. It's like being, you know, one thing, uh, again, you know, we, I, go, I go off on tangents, but Bruce Lee was, was obviously so profound and, and, and was so good with these, these conceptual metaphors. Of, of, and, and one thing that's, that's my favorite, of course, and most people's favorite is, is be water, right? Uh, water flows and water crashes. And so it's always moving forward, you know, hits the rock, moves around the rock, goes over the rock, go, go, you know, goes around the rock. Uh, water you know, goes into a cup, becomes a cup, you know. Um, but one thing that I want to add to that is, is, you know, being that someone that like grew up on a beach and on an island, when you're in water and you go underwater, your brain can't think about anything other than being underwater. You're, you're, it's a survival technique. It's you're underwater, you know. So you really, you really want to be, that moment that's it's almost a beautiful thing because nothing else can affect you nothing else can even get to your brain it's just some survival trait of, of human you know the human mind so you you want to you want to be that for people you want to be that that encumbersome water you want to be water really uh, you know more so than just to, you know be water in a cup you want to be water surrounding the person to give them this moment that they share with you and, that, and that's i mean it can last forever for people and it can change things and, 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 and you know, it, it can encapsulate a moment for, you know, history to come. Um, and that's, that's, to me, that's, that's, the, that's the point. That's the beauty of it. That's what I'm, I'm trying to do. Uh, and, uh, and River says she's, she's ready. She's ready for some cobbler. Uh, <laughs> well, Joel, man, that was brilliant. 
so so good to catch up with you here man thank you so much for taking the time and again pleasure man i got mine. nothing but the um why would you say pleasure was all mine oh so yeah no this yeah i would definitely want to do this with you again there's so much um, we can cover but the ultimate respect for you your passion your execution your artistry man you you really you really live the life of it man and that's one thing like i really respect and you're really inspiration to me like for me to do my thing and want to do my stuff like you really keep doing what you're doing man <laughs> you man i mean hey i'm right back at you i i pull inspiration from you i'm loving this podcast it's just grown exponentially it's it's just it's great the the people you have on are all awesome people that I, mm. I adore and respect uh even the ones i don't know i i learned a lot about them mm. uh you edit them well and bring good information out i i love it man it's great and dude you know and, and of course I'm, I'm gonna get you in, in one of these damn films here real soon man that's one thing man. yeah your last one it just so happened i wasn't available no, i totally want to be in your films man <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd love to use. And who knows? I might be asking you to be in mine as well. Whenever I, I, you yeah. know, I'm I'm always available, brother, for you for sure. And and yeah. you know, because I I believe in you wholeheartedly as an actor. I think that uh, the fucking sky's the limit for you, man. You you got a you, you got a particular thing that I think that you you've got your hand around. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that when you grasp it completely. You know, when you really understand you, you use you wholeheartedly for the world. Like when you're just like, I now see me and I'm going to use me as a tool out there. You're going to, mm. you're going to do exceptional. You're, I mean, you're already doing exceptional in my opinion, but you're going to really, you know, I'm going to, and I'm going to try to get you in that, in that position. You know what I mean? To, mm. to use you in that position Man. so I can help bring that out. All right, brother. All right, brother. Well, dude, you enjoy river. Have a good night. Yeah, she's passed out. Soon. She's passed out. <laughs> All right, brother. Great talking. All right, brother. Thanks, Good talking to you. I'll see you next dude. time. Yes, All sir. Right. I'll see you. Bye-bye. Peace.